Yo, what is going on? It is Jersey B, and I am super excited more than Campbell's to talk to you guys about the continuation of Leader in Me, the seven habits of effective people. This is a continuation of the podcast that I did last week. I am talking about the last two habits, habits six and seven. So I want you to sit back, get a pen and paper, stay tuned. Smooches. Hey, 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 it's Jersey B, and I am super excited about this podcast that I am going to be able to present to you guys today. We are continuing the Leader in Me, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People today. Now, we are doing the last two habits, habits six and seven. We will get into that, but we will also get into a little recap of what happened on the last five habits last week. All right, so the last five habits were habits, obviously, one through five. Habit number one is be proactive, you're in charge be proactive you're in charge habit number two is begin with the end in mind have a plan begin with the end in mind have a plan habit number three is put first things first work first then play put first things first work first then play Habit number four is think win-win. Everyone can win. Think win-win. Everyone can win. Habit number five is seek to understand, then to be understood. Listen before you talk. Seek to understand, then to be understood. Listen before you talk. Now, this book was written by Stephen Convey. And it is a dope book. Please support the book. Please go out and and try to find it the best way you can. Now, I did a little bit of research real quick where you guys can get the book. You can go on Google Play um, and find an audio version of the book for your children for less than six bucks. It's $5.95. And you can also find an adult audiobook version for $13.95. You can also locate this book on Amazon for $12.90. And you can also preview the book if you guys want to know if the book is worthwhile and you should read it. Go ahead and preview it on Google first. Now, you will get the first 35. There is almost 300 pages in the book. But 35 is a good percentage of the book. I will give you the gist of what the book is about. And trust me, it is worthwhile. I've heard lots of good, 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 good news about this book from many teachers and from the principals. Like I told you, I originally heard about this book um, 
Uh, no, I, I originally heard about Leader in Me um, when I was subbing one day. Um, I am a substitute teacher. I sub mostly um, at the school closest to me, where my daughter goes to. And um, the one thing that I learned about this program straight up off the back is that it is a program that is not implemented in every school so you have to be you know having a principal who wants to implement this program and and the parents have to want to implement this program and it has to be something that they want to implement because it is working effectively after the first year or so um what they're doing in each classroom at the school that I sub at um, is going through these seven habits, teaching these students how they are important. They're going through this thick pamphlet. Some of the students have some coloring options, but they teach them the habit. They teach them why it's an important tool to be an effective person and to be an effective leader. And then they go through different types of programs to reinforce the topics by maybe having a little pep rally or, you know, asking questions or quizzing the students later on about the different topics and and getting their suggestions on what each habit can be implemented in a daily life scenario so I mean that is very very important I I know as a parent I know that grades are important you know being a student grades can be important as well I remember being in college and I remember being in high school and in middle school and in elementary school even grades were very important you know especially when you got to the grade where those grades would count towards colleges and people trying to figure out what career would be best for your lifestyle but we have to understand that there are different types of intelligences you don't always guarantee that because your student or your child is a straight A student, that they're going to grow up to be the most successful adult as far as empathizing and being a nice person. You want your child to grow up to be a good person. You want them to be successful at their career, but you also want them to be happy. And one of the ways that you can be happy is by being a great person. It's by learning compassion learning how to give to your community, learning how to give your time, your money, your patience, and your value. Because you want a child to have value. You want your child to have value and give it to others so they can have value and continue on within your community. You don't want your child to just be this smart child who is not able to see how they can help others. That is the main goal for a lot of parents. Like, for real, because you can have straight A's and still not have a clue on how to be a good person. Seriously, you keep your head in the books, you make all the great grades, you get all into the getting into the great school, you get into the great school, and then you have no life accountability. 
Like I know some students who who have straight A's but don't know how to wash their own clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to learn certain basic tools to be a great person. Now, washing your own clothes doesn't make you a great adult. Be it as it may, there's what I use what I'm saying is there are certain things that you should learn how to do just because it will allow you and the people around you to have a win-win scenario. Everybody doesn't want to be a, a philanthropist. philanthropist. Everybody doesn't want to give to charity. Everybody does not want to, um, you know, have straight AIDS. Everybody may not be, you know, educationally sound as a, and they may not have that foundation to go to Princeton, Yale, or Harvard, or an Ivy League school, or a fancy university. They may not be financially able to go to school, so they may go to community college or trade school, or they may have a talent that they're so great at that they can actually make a career out of it doing different things on eBay or YouTube or Let It Go or Etsy, you know? And I think a part of doing these seven habits allows us to teach our children that you can be a great person without having straight A's. You can be a great person without graduating from Harvard. You can be a great person without graduating from Yale. Yes, we want you to try your hardest to get great grades, but we want you to know that you can be anything you want to be if you work hard and you love it. You know, because we have a lot of children who stress out and think that they're not good enough because they don't make the best grades and they don't make, you know, as great grades as their classmate Susie or, or, you know, Derek or Charles, you know, because they don't make those great grades, they don't think they're going to be a great adult. And that's not what this program is about. It's about showing that there's different ways to be a great person, a highly effective person. Okay. So now that we have gotten into the breakdown of the first five habits, maybe even the breakdown of the last two, let's get into the number six on the seven habits of highly effective people. Number seven is synergize. Together is better. Together is better. Together is better. You know, you want to learn how to be a team player. You, as an adult or as a child, should want to learn how to work together effectively. There's a lot of children who may have been an only child who don't know how to work together effectively. And they, you see those issues come out when it's center time or when it's time to team up with partners, they don't want to share the crayons. They don't want to share the toys, or you see these habits when they're having issues with learning something. And instead of asking the teacher for help, they keep it to themselves because they don't want to appear like they don't have the knowledge. They don't want to appear stupid. So they, 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 they care about too much about what other kids say. The thing is, you're not stupid. You're very smart. You may not be as great in that particular area, but it's just something that you have to understand that you may be greater at painting than your best friend who's great at math, or you may be better at English than, you know, your classmate who is awesome at, you know, 
building blocks. Everybody has their own different types of things that they're really into or they're, that, that they're really great at. You may be great at playing football, whereas your friend may be great at playing basketball. It's just, it's really one of those things that we have to teach that you have to work together to be a team to effectively get where you're going. You know what I'm saying? It's very important. Very, 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 very important to understand that you need to synergize. Okay? Number seven, sharpen the saw. Balance feels best. Balance feels best. And that is true. You know, as a mom, you know, sometimes as a mom, we may feel like, we don't have enough work-life balance or we don't have enough balance because maybe we do a lot of things for our kids and we don't have enough time for ourselves or maybe we do a lot of things for our career and we don't have enough time for our family or maybe we do a lot of things with our friends and we don't have enough time for our spouse and and or maybe as a kid you may do a lot of different activities but you don't feel like you have enough downtime to chill or maybe you do a lot of studying but you don't have enough time to just be a kid you know and I think it's very important that you understand the yin and yang the balance of of good and and bad the balance of happy and sad you need that balance or else it is just going to cause utter chaos it's 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 being empathetic to your own situation and to other situation when you allow them to have that balance. It's very, very important. So yeah, I would suggest you put a balance in for your life. Now that we have talked about that, now that we have gone in deep, going into the deep end, I want to add a few final comments and then we will close out the show real quick because I feel like I'm running over my time. Um, closing comments. In life, you are not tethered to being one thing. You don't have to be a cookie cutter version of yourself to fit in with other people. Be happy. Carpe diem. Seize the moment. Be an effective person. Donate your time to the community. Donate your your money to your community, but also donate your time and your money to your purpose and your vision and your goal. Allow yourself as a parent to see that there are more ways to be a successful adult and support your child and what they want to do. Because in the end of the day, the best version of your child is the happy version of your child. All right. Well, now that we have done that, I love you all. Peace out, smooches. Oh, and hit me up on Instagram at Jersey B. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, comments, books that you would like me to comment about and learn about and I can put up in the show, please hit me up with that information because I would be more than glad to take a look at it and go ahead and share it with our podcast family. All right, smooches. Till next time.